Hello, friends, family, friends who are family, the odd person who, you know, doesn't know me somehow is listening. Uh, this is a follow-up to my 14-day health challenge that I was undertaking. And uh, right about now would be about day 19 of the challenge. 18, actually. That's if I were still doing it. And, uh, you know... I got to be honest with you because that's what I am. I'm an honest guy. I just kind of call it like I see it. And that seems to be working for me. People seem to enjoy the honest guy. Although I'm starting to also learn, I don't have to be right all the time. I got to choose to be kind over being correct. Um, accuracy matters to me, but not, it doesn't matter for everything, right? Like you're not, you're not always playing a game of darts. You don't always have to be super precise. Um, you know, someone doesn't need to say, you know what I mean, right? You know, you don't want them to have to explain everything in, in great detail to, to get your buy-in. Like there's a certain amount of just lean into it that you've got to give people, I think. And uh, sometimes I think I harp on the details too much and it robs me of like whatever the hell's going on. Like sometimes I'll interrupt a great story to ask a question that doesn't really fucking matter. And that sucks, you know, because someone that's telling you a story, especially someone that you're hanging out with, if you're like me anyway, I don't like hanging out with people that suck. So like if I hang out with you, if I spend my time with you, if I choose to be around you, it's because I, I'm gravitated towards you. I think that you're fun or funny or interesting or smart or wise or, um, you know, just cool in some way, you know? So like if not, not, you know, Oh, Rick hangs out with me. It's a big deal. That's not what I'm saying. Cause I'm nobody. I'm just saying like, well, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm a somebody. We're all somebody's. I'm just saying I'm not like important or anything. It's just when I choose to spend my time with people, I'm choosing carefully. That's all. So anyway, um, the hell was I even saying? It'll come back. If you're like me, the people you're choosing to spend your time with are probably good at describing things. They're probably good storytellers. They're probably, probably interesting in that way. Um, or at least you've got someone that you gravitate towards that is good at telling a story. And now picture their best story. You know, the one that just kills, like the story that you will tell someone else and you don't do it any justice, but it still kills when you tell that story. Now imagine interrupting that story with a bunch of questions that may or may not pertain to the, to the theme of the story or where it's going may or may not be a detail that's pertinent pertinent in any way i'm talking about like just the minute stupid little details okay and like now the story is not fun or as interesting so i think when you're listening to a good storyteller just just like i don't know lean into it and listen a little bit more anyway that's what i'm trying to do but back to what I was getting at, which is really not good storytelling at all to get this sidebar sidetracked. But I realized after the eight day mark 
of this 14 day health challenge where I was essentially just going to be like deep breathing and working on breathing into my diaphragm and letting go of stress that way and realizing that getting more oxygen to all of my muscles um, is beneficial to me in a biological way on a cellular level. And, you know, it's, it sounds interesting. And I, I, I believe that it's quite possible, but I also just in typical Rick fashion, I had to add in that I was gonna not drink, you know, stay sober for 14 days, I was gonna, you know, pick up other healthy habits for those 14 days. And I was going to uh, not play video games. I was going to, you know, stop wasting my time playing video games. And I made it to the eight day mark. And I was looking at my numbers because you're supposed to quantify. You were supposed to score your numbers on like stress, sleep, um, food cravings, and yada, yada, yada. If you listen into this, you listen to the old ones. So whatever. Uh, I was looking at my numbers and they started to get better early in the week you know, day three, day four, that was starting to, to get better. But the things that I was choosing to cut out of my life, you know, taking the edge off, playing video games, um, you know, I did eat healthier over those 14 days overall, but I did have some bad days too. I, and the bad days were brutal days. They were days where I just went right off the rails. I ate all the crap in the house. Like I ate it all. I ate all of the junk food like in that day. Now, thankfully with Amanda being type one diabetic, we don't have a ton of junk food in the house. The junk food was like, I ate a whole bag of caramel chocolate chip rice cakes. Like that's not the worst thing in the world. And then I went looking for, Ooh, I was eating the 90% dark chocolate. Oh, that'll get you. Um, but the problem is like, after that's gone, you start eating anything and everything, you know, and like, it's good for leftovers and stuff. So we just realized like, if we have crap in the house at all, it's let's trick ourselves into thinking like cherries and like raspberries and watermelon is crap and then load up on it. Fine. But I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to live up to the 14 day challenge. There was no way I tapped out at day eight. The same things happened. And I, I just didn't have any of my vices available to me. It was hard for me to relax when I, you know, felt the need to not relax. I let other people's stress get to me a couple of times and let it wreck my day. And uh, really, I think, I think if I'm going to try and be a healthier guy, I can't undertake these giant sweeping changes. I kind of just need to have a picture of who I think I am, who I want to be when I'm healthy. And you just kind of, as you're steering your car, you're just kind of steering towards that guy. That's all, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, it's not good, but you get distracted in the car. I'm not talking about texting and, and fucking around on Facebook on your phone. Honestly, if you're still texting in your car, like, please stop. I care about you. If you're listening to this, I care about you. Stop fucking texting. It's so stupid. Your car probably connects by Bluetooth by now. And if it doesn't, someday soon, you're going to have one of those cars. Get yourself a phone mount that your, your phone will just sit in and be safe for Christ's sake. 
You know, ask Siri if you've got an iPhone. Tell Siri what you want her to do and have have the text messages read out to you. Like look into technologies that are out there to have this, you know, done for you. Ask ask your kid or your, you know, the young guy next door if you can just configure your phone so that it can make you safer in the car. Because if you're still fucking with your phone in the car, like you got to stop. You got to stop. Especially if you got your mask on. It's already distracting enough. Um, we can't deprive ourselves of everything. You just keep steering the car towards the picture of who you want to be. That's all. And I'm getting a clearer idea of who I want to be. It's, uh, it's getting clearer and clearer, but, uh, you know, I think undertaking 14 days and, you know, trying to make this old big giant change. It was unrealistic, especially for a guy that likes his vices <laughs> and it's summertime. I'm on vacation. My wife said to me the very first day, she's like, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't know why you're doing this on Friday of a long weekend. What are you doing? You're, you're on vacation. I'm on vacation with you. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I got to prove to myself that I can. She's like, okay. All right. Well, just, just so you know, like no judgment here. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's not bad. That's not bad advice. Now it's not advice for everybody. It's, it's good advice for me because when the school year starts, the stress starts and you know, she knows that the summertime is is just time to recharge, you know? It's like when the solar panels are, like, getting all the sun. And somehow we have enough battery in us to store enough to get us to, like, various vacation times, you know? I guess Christmas would be the very first, or sorry, the, the winter holiday. For me, it's Christmas. Um, but you, people can call it whatever they want. I don't care. You, you call it whatever you like. The break we get from school for like, is it a week or two weeks? I think it's two weeks. Yeah, that's great. Two weeks. And then March break. And then eventually get back up to, you know, summertime. And yeah, teachers are working for the summers for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. But we work our butts off in the summers too. For instance, today is what? Tuesday, August 18th, first day of school, September 8th. So I am good. I'm a good 20 something days away from the first day of school. And I got a hot tip on Facebook and I'm jacked up to do it, but I knew I had to do this first, but teachers pay teachers has a deal on right now, a sale. So I was going to jump on teachers pay teachers, go ahead and badmouth me. If you're like, Oh, you're just one of those teachers that just goes and buys all your unit packs and blah, 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 whatever. Listen, teachers pay teachers is like golden people that are spending their hard earned time. Yeah. Their hard earned time. Yeah. They had to earn their time. They're busting their butts trying to make resources so that when we go back to school, because I have no idea what I'm doing that first week. I have no idea. I don't know anything about my class and I'm not making this about that. I'm just trying to say I'm so underprepared that anyone who is overprepared and has used their time to create something that's shareable, 
even for a nominal amount of money, it's shareable for me so that I can like function and not worry about one of those things. I can worry about the other things, take some of the bandwidth, the, you know, I need take takes that away. So I don't have to use it for that. You know, I can put my bandwidth towards like figuring out how to do things safely or, you know, in a fun way. I don't know. I don't know. Don't judge people for using teachers pay teachers. Don't not at all. If you want to judge a teacher for how effective they are, you got to see how they do stuff. It's not what they do. It's how they do it. And do the kids do it? Do the kids buy in? Do most of the kids buy in? Do most of the kids buy in most of the way? That, that's a good spot to be. If most of your kids buy in most of the way, that's the sweet spot. You can't ask for much more than that unless you're in some private school, which I know nothing about. I've never gone to a private school. I've never worked in one. But I do know that everyone that's there has paid a great deal of money to have their kid in that environment and that the kid had better produce at some point or the program needs to move the bar for the child. I, I, I have very little information on that. I don't know if I'm talking out of my butt. Maybe someone wants to correct me on that and we can chat about it. I'm totally open to that. I just want to learn cool stuff. That's all. Cool stuff that's useful to people that I love. That's all. So in conclusion, my 14-day health challenge was a bit of a flop. Um, in the end, I did let other people's stress get to me. I did choose to fixate on the wrong things. I did let myself slip and find myself using a vice to, to help get me through a, a you know a, a difficult time or or just allow me to like recharge my battery and just let me like you know fuel up a little bit. But no, I'm not an unhealthy person because I didn't do this 14 day challenge. I got something out of it. I get deep breathing is good, and I know a few ways to do it. I'm going to finish the book eventually, but I'm probably going to rick this thing right now and just start it a little bit and then stop and then maybe pick it up again another day because there's other stuff that I like doing that I know I like doing that I want to do because I have time to do it and I'm going to do it. And I think that that is a little bit healthy. But, you know, you don't want to be like a mess all the time. Come on. Yeah. Like, listen to my talk here. Like he's a mess. He's he's sleeps all day. Sleeps all the good times away. But at three in the morning, at three in the morning, he will get up and he will walk around and he will bark and you won't know why. So you're getting up and and, and dealing with that. That's a lot. The sleep. Oh man, he interrupts our sleep. And sadly, he interrupts Amanda's sleep a lot more than mine because. I tend to sleep well like this guy. I'm out cold. It takes a lot to wake me up. I needed like other reasons to wake me up, you know, like a natural wake up. Look, I wake up at like almost four in the morning all the time. I don't know what's up with that. Actually, lately it's been 3.30. And, you know, I'd like to say, oh, I'm thinking about school and I'm worried about it. But like, that's not it anymore. I'm, I'm in a good spot with that. I'm just going back to school. I know I got to do my job. That is my job. My job isn't necessarily safe. Neither are grocery store uh, clerks and uh, employees, but uh, it is what it is. This is how I get paid and I got to do it. 
And furthermore, I'm really good with kids. <laughs> Maverick's shaking. You okay, buddy? You're about to bark, aren't you? You thinking about it? Your breathing is so hilarious. I'm really good with the kids that are nervous and worried about stuff. I have a way of getting through to them. I don't know why, but the ones that are really nervous, I tend to be able to talk down. And uh, I'm going to have a lot of those, I think. So that's my job. That's my calling. That's why the summertime can be hard for me sometimes. I don't have that purpose that, um, you know, I do when I'm at school. I don't have that same, you know, thing. I think my summertime purpose is to just charge up. So I am a teacher and teachers are going to do what teachers are going to do. We're going to go make kids feel comfortable in a place that, you know, isn't always comfortable for everybody. We're going to do our best. We're going to try and find ways to improve. We're going we're to seek feedback for ways to improve. The good ones do. The good ones are always checking in with their class too to find out what they can be doing. Not in a pandering way though. That's sick. I don't like that stuff. I'll take a little pause. I will say after undertaking the 14-day health challenge, I am a healthier person today than when I started. But the progress did not go in a straight line. And when I say straight, I mean straight on an upward plane. You know, like going up on like a like an arrow going diagonally. Like that's progress, right? Like steady and up, steady and up. It was more like a whoop a doop a doop a doop, like a really weird roller coaster that like might uh might make you puke but started to go up started to go up um really just what i know about myself is that i need to provide myself with the stuff that makes me happy i like going to the school where there's a brick wall and i like throwing a ball at it over and over makes me feel good makes me feel great makes me get better at throwing, which is something I like. Throwing stuff is one of the things I'm good at. So I like to practice throwing stuff. Helps me keep uh, in good shape for when you got to throw stuff. Recently, uh, my battery mate and podcast fellow guest person, Eric, um, you know, my, my, my back catcher from my, my hockey or my ball team. And, uh, you know, my line mate and carpool uh, mate from my hockey team. Eric Hano, uh, the two of us handed our hockey teammate, Andrew Swindells, we handed him his first, second, and third losses in lawn darts, all in a row. We won three games in a row, and he had never been beaten. And it was because the two of us are just simpatico, baby. We just, uh, we got it locked down. We know how to throw stuff at a target. Why? Because I actively practice throwing stuff at a target. It's super weird. And I, I need it. And when I don't provide it for myself, I get cranky. I get cranky. So I started doing it more. And I started uh, shooting hoops more. Because that, that makes me feel good too. And I started riding my bike more. Because <laughs> that's, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do too. And I don't do it enough. So if I want to do stuff... If I want to be happy, I got to do stuff that makes me happy. And I know what that stuff is. I just got to go and do it. I actually rode my bike 
from my house to my school, uh, my new school, which was my old school, whatever, see past podcasts if you want more on that. And they've got this little uh, reading area outside. Well, not really a reading area, but it's like an outdoor classroom is what it's called. And there are these giant boulders with the character traits that our school board, um, you know, appreciates the most and celebrates the most. Um, friendship, teamwork, honesty, integrity, you know, all those other ones. And they've done a really good job of creating a positive environment. So I'm sitting there. I brought my book. I rode my bike from my house to my eventual workplace when we go back to work. And uh, I sat down on one of those rocks that I'm probably going to have to tell some kid to stop, you know, jumping off of and elbow dropping another kid, um, you know, at recess. And I was sitting there and I was just reading my book and it was pretty cool. So I'm starting to do stuff like that. I could read a book anywhere. I've got a nice house, but, you know, sometimes it's nice to read a book somewhere else. I don't know. Nice to get away from just sounds even though I love the sounds of my house like that one. So if you want to be healthier, figure out what you want, maybe even write it down. I find that helps me. And then just steer the car towards that. You're driving, right? All your choices are what, what, what you choose. Hopefully if you're an adult and if you're a kid and you're somehow listening to this or you're, kind of stuck you feel like you're stuck in a place where you don't have any choices just keep your head down keep doing your work keep stockpiling what you need to stockpile you need you know what you need to do you need to know how you know which benchmarks to hit you know when you're finished school or whenever whenever you can change the game for yourself you just keep on going for that point and eventually you can choose all the choices that you want to choose um yeah and sometimes i remember that I'm not driving this car for other people. I'm driving it for me. The benefit is that I really like helping people. So if I'm healthy and I'm driving the car for me, I'm actually somehow driving the car for other people too. In that way. So, fwaf. Friends, family, friends who are family. And the other listener who somehow is listening to this that doesn't know me. Thanks for listening to another episode of It's Rick's Podcast. Keep it real, guys. It's Rick's podcast.